Hey guys, welcome to Forged in Fire, where we overturn culture for the kingdom and ignite you to burn by exposing truth to a generation. We are your hosts, Dom and Jenna. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. So grateful you're here. Episode four. If you've made it this far, that means you're enjoying our content. Just wanted to give you guys a quick little uh, shout out. Would you please follow us on Instagram, social media accounts, uh, write a review if you can on Apple Podcasts. If you're listening somewhere else, leave a review. Uh, Share this content with your friends. We're looking to get this content out to as many listeners as possible to be encouraged. So without further ado, babe, let us know where are we headed tonight? What's up, y'all? I have a hot topic for y'all tonight, many of y'all, why are you laughing at me? Hot topic. It is a hot topic. So We're going many through the people... Simon Mall stopping at Hot Topic for some, <laughs> for some checkered oh vans. Oh my gosh. Throwback. <laughs> many people have brought this up to me. I get so many messages from so many different friends asking me about friendships. And so I figured what better topic to do next than... Seasonal relationships and levels of maturity. Boom. So I figured (laughs) everything just fell out of my head. Um, Okay. I'm going to be looking at my phone. I'm not being rude. I got notes. So that way I don't go on a bunch of rabbit trails. All right. How to test your level of maturity. Do friends come to you seeking mentoring advice and wisdom? Or do they seek you out to gossip about others? That is how you know if you're the mature friend or the one that could use maturing. It's not okay. In all circumstances. Yes. This is a perspective that Jenna's yes. carrying with maybe some clarity that would help you navigate through a season of maybe mm-hmm. friendships or hardship in friendships. You feel like I can't connect with somebody. So mm-hmm. as we proceed with this podcast, we want you to know this is a perspective and maybe a principle that's yes. applicable to someone and it may not, may not be applicable to someone else. Yes, this is just a revelation I felt the Lord put on my heart based off of our own you know, relationships and friendships we've had and based off of other people coming to me with things they have walked through. Um, So it's okay to be the one that is seeking out others for advice. That does not make you immature. That, in my eyes, actually makes you very mature, that you're able to humble yourself and ask for advice, ask for wisdom. We should be doing that. We need each other. But if you are the friend where... People have stopped coming around and you're feeling this conviction right now and you've noticed friends aren't hanging out with you as much. Maybe it's time to look inwardly and say, am Mm. I the one gossiping? Am I the one bringing up negative comments when people are around me? Am I an encouragement? Do I speak life into them? And it could also be a good thing on the other side of things if you don't feel that conviction about gossip, if you feel like you do well and lifting other people up maybe they aren't coming to you anymore because those are the ones slandering and tearing other people down and they're not comfortable hanging around you anymore they're feeling convicted so they've stopped hanging around you your holiness is now confronting their complacency yes yeah it's convicting them so strongly that they're now withdrawing not out of shouldn't be out of shame and condemnation but i know we've had relationships in our life before where i have literally left having dinner going i need to repent mm-hmm. i need to i need to actually change my course of action change the direction that i might be choosing to go right now mm-hmm. and i need to go low 
I need to go back to them and say, hey, can we meet again? Being around you stoked my fire. Mm -hmm. Being around you invited me into the deeper things of God, where in other relationships, talking about people poorly, slandering others, gossiping Mm -hmm. about others, Mm -hmm. did not further me in my relationship with Christ. Yeah, or in each other. I mean, it just puts rifts between those friendships. You're not helping anyone you're not edifying anyone you're literally tearing apart the body of christ and you're just doing the devil's work for him which is the opposite of what he asked us to do yeah he wants us to exhort to edify to love one another Mm -hmm. to console one another in the midst of crisis and we're literally taking the 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 greatest gift to the body of christ which is one another Mm -hmm. it's the love that we carry i mean there have been so many seasons where jen and i were walking alone going where are the people that can be in our corner, mm-hmm. that can call us higher, that can strengthen us, cut us? Mm-hmm. Listen, yeah. relationships are not just for the ooey gooey and the good things. Yes. They're for the cutting. I'm yes. like, I've given men in my life and fathers in my life permission, cut me. Mm-hmm. Why? Not because I want you to hurt me and offend me, mm-hmm. but because I want to grow past this hurdle mm-hmm. that I've been stuck at. I need your advice. Mm -hmm. I need your mentorship. I need your direction. Mm -hmm. And I'm not dependent on that direction. I'm not Mm -hmm. dependent on their voice. But there's a time and a season where we come together and we say, I'm I'm having to humble myself right now now and say, help me. Mm -hmm. Where do I go from here? Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's a it's a it's a hard cut. And it will straighten you up quick. It'll sober you up in a second. Mm -hmm. And then there's a cutting word that's like, hey, you know, it might be a little bit more gentle. It may, mm-hmm. but it comes from from the heart of the other person that's desiring to just bring you into a better place with God. Hmm. I one thing I've noticed too about Gen Z, y'all so desire to be admonished. 100%. Like you are so hungry to be held to a higher standard. It blows my mind. Like it encourages me. Yeah. I was having a conversation with a Gen Zer the other day. And she was just like, I long to be held to a higher standard. I long for people to hold me accountable. And I was like, what is this? Because I feel like (laughs) myself, you, a lot of the millennials I know, it is not fun (laughs) to get cut and sharpened like that. Like we would run and hide from that kind of confrontation. But I exhort you, Gen Z, the fact that you guys are just so raw and real, like you just want it cut straight to the point you just want the real thing you want authenticity i admire that well i think so much to what you said and i think that's phenomenal babe but it's the desire to have accountability in your life yeah it's like i don't want to go through this hurdle and this Mm -hmm. season this mountain alone yeah i need someone to help me through it and we we are extending our voice to a generation Mm -hmm. tonight saying you don't have to do it alone. Yes. You do not have to circle the mountain season after season after season. You can position yourself with people in your life that will speak love to you. Speak the truth in love. We've 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 tiptoed around one another for far too long mm-hmm. because of we were afraid of how people would react. Mm-hmm. We've got to get past this and we've got to allow the love of God to get so deeply rooted on the inside of us that no matter what Jenna says to me, I know she loves me. Yes. In fact, I know how much she loves me when she corrects me because mm-hmm. I know her heart because mm-hmm. she's exposed her heart to me. Yeah. And we've got to be, begin exposing our heart to one another in the way we love, in the way that we correct, mm-hmm. and in the way that we ex- we help people through their experiences, through their struggles, mm-hmm. and through the areas where it's hard. Yeah, and I think that kind of bring, 
what you were just saying kind of brings it back to my first point of friendships and how they are meant for certain seasons, how some friendships are meant for certain seasons. Some I feel the Lord puts in our lives as lifelong running partners to link arms with and run with. But like you were just saying, how we need those friends to come alongside us. Sometimes when people stop showing up in our lives and like they stop responding and like we're also trying to reach out because it can't just be one sided. Friendships are two sided. So if you're reaching out and there's still not a lot of response, maybe it's time to kind of let that friendship go and to go into the next season saying, who in this next season, Lord, are you putting in my life to help hold me accountable, to help hold me up? Or who is it that I can pour into? Who is yeah, it that I can good. mentor and disciple and give wisdom to? Because I definitely feel like the Lord gives us certain friendship for certain seasons. And I know that can be really hard and sad for some of you listening yeah. right now. And maybe you're even having that person's name in your head right now. Like, man, I've really been praying about this friendship and I don't want to let it go. It's been a wrestle. And maybe the Lord's softly, gently telling you right now, I have something better. Mm. I have another door. Like if you would just lay this one down, I will bring another one. I will bring another 10 to replace that one because they, that friend can't go with you in the next season that the Lord's calling you into. Yeah. And and don't hear what she's not saying. Don't, don't hear, you know, it's, it's God's design. And like we said, this is a revelation Jenna had, but Mm -hmm. don't, don't go into every season going, well, you know, maybe that relationship is just, I got to throw it away in order to graduate and go into my next season. Mm -hmm. No, there, there are lifelong friends. I have friends that don't even live in the same region as I do that I'm Mm -hmm. still connected with. And then Mm -hmm. there's friends here that I'm connected with. And in this season, I feel more connected with the friends here in Kannapolis, here in North Carolina, where we're at, versus the people that that we have in Florida that I still love and I still care deeply for. But it's the the way that God shifts and moves things around in order to to, to reveal things in our heart, Mm -hmm. in order to bring freedom. I mean, it's God's desire for us to walk as whole sons and daughters, to be healed, to walk in in a right perspective of who God the Father is. Mm -hmm. And and sometimes it means, hey, that relationship is unfruitful. Mm -hmm. It's time for you to graduate past that and move into another one. And they were fruitful in the past season. Yes doesn't mean to throw it all away. I mean, the Lord gave us those friends in those seasons for what we were walking through and in the soil we were walking in. But it's time to walk in new soil. So it's time to allow the Lord to open up our heart to new friendships and relationships so that we can walk in the calling that he's called us to so that they can come alongside us and push us towards boldness, push us towards confidence. And sometimes the friendships of the past season it's just not meant for that anymore. And, and something I just feel like the Holy Spirit saying, like, don't don't stunt your growth in God by remaining tied to someone who's pulling you down. Mm-hmm. Do not stunt your growth. Do not stunt your stride. Mm-hmm. Do not forfeit your calling, your yeah. destiny for a relationship that you just are afraid to say, hey, I release you to the Lord. Like, you don't have to shut the door and padlock it. You have to just release it to the Lord. Mm-hmm. communicate, show love, do your part, follow the Holy Spirit, but do not stay in something. It's like, it, it's the perspective of like a, a husband and a wife who wh- there's like abuse from either party. Like you're not going to stay in that relationship where you're getting abused, whether it's physically or mentally, right? You're going to eventually move towards releasing that person because it's damaging you. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. And if you guys are in that relationship, 
please reach out. Seek counsel. Please seek counsel. That is so heavy on yeah, my heart. God's, God's desire for your life and design is not for you to suffer. Yeah. Not for you to walk through turmoil. Mm-hmm. For far too long, we know so many Christians who for the, the fear of getting it wrong or the fear of doing it wrong mm-hmm. have stayed and remained. And mm-hmm. I fully believe yeah. I've seen older saints who may have forfeited the call of God in their youth. I'm not saying like a teenager in their early years, their 20s and 30s, which I think truly if you walk out your life with God in your teenage into your young adult years and you follow his you follow his spirit mm-hmm. and you're obedient i truly believe those are the years where god is going to strengthen you mm-hmm. and raise your voice up yes, it's god's on. desire to use everyone's voice mm-hmm. every son and daughter's voice it's a grace and, and i'm not saying everyone's called to a fivefold gift or but to a god, microphone. i mean yeah or to a <laughs> microphone but god God could use you in your sphere of influence. Mm-hmm. There could be a coworker who's who's suicidal and you don't know it. Mm-hmm. And if you do, if you don't raise your voice, it's yeah. like, yeah. And I, I want to say this very gently: if if you don't use your voice, God will move on to the next one. Yeah. Like God's looking for willing, humbled, like mm. radical vessels that are like, "Here I am, Lord. Just use mm-hmm. me. I may be broken at times, but God, put me back together and use my voice." Like, use me for your glory. Here I am, Lord. Do whatever it is you want. Maybe you're even listening right now and you just need to stop and say, God, have your way in my life. When's the last time you literally put your your, your hands over your eyes and said, God, forgive me for my eyes. Forgive me for what I look at. Forgive me for what I perceive. Do what you wish with me. Do what you want. Have your full inheritance. Be Like, give God preeminence again. Make him first in your heart and in your life. And I promise you, he will not disappoint you. He will not run from you. And you may not get exactly what you wish or what you want, but God's ways are higher. His ways are perfect. Mm -hmm. He longs to do something within you that is changing lives of other people. Mm -hmm. If he can get a hold of the inside of you, then he can get a a hold of the outside of you. Because out of the overflow of our heart, our mouth speaks. Mm -hmm. And that's where God wants to attack. He wants to get in there and he wants to expose and he wants to break it open. And he wants to say, this is something, this is an area in your heart that you've been withholding from me. And if you'd allow me in that place, I could do something even greater. And maybe the friendships you have right now are preventing him from doing that. Maybe they've been a wall and a gate. And maybe he's trying to just have you in a season of coming to him as a friend. Maybe the season you're in, you're not meant to be surrounded by a bunch of people. Hello, extroverted friends out there listening right (laughs) now. The Lord can and will put you in seasons sometimes to sit you down on the bench and say, I am your friend first. And he has done that to me. He has done that to me where he has had to take out whole groups of friends so that he could rip me apart and tear me open and sew me back together and heal me from the inside out so that I could realize he was my best friend so that I could realize he was the one I need to be going to first and foremost. Like when I would take my kids to school, I would be driving in the car and I would literally picture Jesus in the seat next to me and I would just be talking to him about my morning and I would literally look over as if there was a physical person and say, Jesus, like, 
what's on your heart today? <laughs> what is heaven talking about yeah. today? And it is so simple. Like we make this so complicated, yeah. guys. We have to be like, okay, got to get in my little prayer closet where I have all my little sticky notes with my cute little paper and like got to get out my cute little Bible and like all my little highlighters. I love and adore that. I'm here for that. Yeah. But like we got to put on the perfect worship playlist and like have complete quiet and silence. No, like while you're driving, while you're doing the dishes, while you're taking out the trash, while you're studying for a test, mm -hmm. while you're hanging with your friends, yeah. while you're obeying your mother and father and changing your attitude. Whoa. Hello. The Lord takes that as worship. Yes, so does. I love just driving in the car and pretending like there's an actual person, which Jesus is there with me. But and just being like, yo, God, like inviting him. What's happening? Listen, I feel like that's a word, even in the midst of the, the topic we're talking about, inviting the Lord, inviting God, the father into the wrestle that you're in. I feel like we've had so many conversations with people that are just, I just don't know how to get over this hump. I just don't know how to overcome this. And I'm like, have you invited God into the wrestle? Mm -hmm. Have you invited the father <laughs> of glory, the one who created you in your mother's womb that breathed life into your lungs? Mm -hmm. He put the life there. He put the breath inside of you. You could not have that without him. Mm -hmm. Have you invited him into that wrestle? He knows mm -hmm. how to wrestle. Like he'll win. Like you'll lose, but you want him to win. You want him to win. You want him to pop your hip out. You, you want him to put you in a headlock until you tap Come because on. he's longing to stretch that area in our heart where we have, we have distrust and we don't believe mm -hmm. everything about it. So, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm even just encouraging some people. I feel like you may have to listen to this episode two or three times mm -hmm. before the revelation hits you of going, Wow, I actually need to start acting on some things. So, mm. babe, maybe pray for us and we'll, we'll close this episode out. Mm. God, thank you so much today for all of the people listening or watching. We just pray that you would send a rhema word from heaven right yes. now to wherever they're sitting or standing, God, that you would just send your presence down from heaven and overflow their lives, overflow them right now from the top of their heads to the bottom of their feet, that your presence would just be so tangible in them right now that they would feel you in the wrestle, they would feel you in the friendships, that you would just give them wisdom and clarity and vision for where it is they're supposed to go next, what it is they're supposed to be doing, what friendships need to be released, and what friendships need to be sown into even more. We just thank you, God, for each and every person listening, and we just pray that you would bless them today, God, and we just honor you. We honor your name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Well, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back with another episode next week. Don't forget, share this content with your friends. We love you guys. We'll see you soon. Peace out.